The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Gitin. Masechet Gitin has been sponsored by our good friend and loyal Talmud of the Dafayomi, Mr. Haimi Dana, and his dear wife, Hashem Ishmael Mechayim. He has dedicated this Masechet according to the following principle. Our rabbis tell us that when you learn something, it can avert that item from happening. So we'd like to learn the Masechet Gitin, so it will remain in the theory of learning and never come to fruition in actuality. And therefore it should be blessed, him and his dear wife, and all of Klal Yisrael, with Shalom Bayit, and Atzlachan Harvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yedehem, Amen. Daf He. Today's app is being studied. Le'ayinu Nishmat Morzikini Yosef Ben Sarah ve'Marat Zekanati Yafa Bat Sarah ve'Avraham Ben Esther Ruachashet Tenhem Began Eden Amen. Today's app is being studied. The Rufu Ashi Lema Moshev Ben Dina Sarah Ruhama Bat Rehav Sarah Bat Rehav Echem Mordechai Eliyahu Mordechai Semach Ben Mazal Ena Refana Lahem Ena Refana Lahem Ena Refana Lahem Fata Nefesh Fata Guf Fata Mkir Bado Vechini Nasov Nomar Amen. We are on Daf Dal Ramud Bet and we begin. Four lines from the bottom. Tanan, hamevigit bevidrat tayam veinu yachol lomar befanai nichtav ubefanai nichtam. A person, let's say, brought a gift from Medina Tayam from overseas, and for some reason, which we'll see immediately, he was not able to make the declaration of befanai nichtav ubefanai nichtam that it was written and signed in front of him. Yesh alav edim. If there's edim that are signed on the document, on the get yitkayim bechotamav. So then you just have to verify the document, having people come and testify that they know that the signatures are true. Which means, if the shaliyah himself will be able to say, that itself is a verification. Which according to the opinions that say, that the reason why we make a uh, is in order to verify the witnesses on the start, to, to say that they're, they're really who they are, and that the get was written, uh, and if it's not a forged document. So therefore... No problem, but this witness could not, this shaliyah did not say before nechtav, so the only option is you have to find other people that are going to come along and verify the uh, honesty of the witnesses. Look at that in the bottom, Let the people that know the hatima, and they will uh, make it kashet. So the Yabra says, What does it mean that the shaliyah was not able to say before nechtav? Why wasn't he able to say it? So the Yabra says, Hiresh, maybe you'll tell me because the guy's a Hiresh, the guy's a deaf mute. That's why I can't say it. But that can't be. Hiresh, but into a gitaba? Can a Hiresh bring a get? A Hiresh cannot be a Shaliyah to bring a get in the first place. Vatinan, a cold Kishirin Naviyat a get, Hutz me Hiresh or Tevikatan. Which is, we know that a Katan who's a minor who does not have Da'at, as well as a Hiresh, they cannot be agents. So then you cannot tell me the case is a Hiresh. What's the case? The Amar of Yosef, Hakam and Maskinan, Kigonch Natnula, Kishupekayah. Below speak, the Amar of Yosef, which means he brought the get. So he was a good, he was a Pekayah, he was wise, he had intelligence. Right? And what happened when he brought it, he gave her the get. But at that moment, he became a Hiresh immediately. He became a Shoteh immediately. So he didn't have the ability. To say b'fanai nechtab b'fanai nechtam, so the shilichut was good because he was a pikeh. But before he got a chance to say b'fanai nechtab b'fanai nechtam, he became a shoteh. Oh, so now already the, the question is, what does he do? So the Gemara says you have no choice, but you have to uh, verify the witnesses' signatures through somebody else. So the Gemara says le'rava niha le'rava kasha. According to Rava, it's very good. Because let's, let's review and get clarity. The whole purpose of saying, according to Rava, is, is to verify the witnesses. Because if the husband's going to come along now and me'ar'ir, that means if the husband's going to come along and question and say, oh, the get is a forge, so you're going to need to have proof that the witnesses over here are legitimate. The problem is when you send a get from Chutz La'aris, there's not too many people that travel between Chutz La'aris and Eretz Yisrael, so you're not going to have anybody that's going to know the signatures. So therefore the Shaliyah by making that declaration, I was there, I saw them sign it, he verifies it. So therefore in this case over here, if you can verify the signatures in another way, the get will be cashiered. But according to Rabbah, it's not going to help. Because Rabbah's concern was that the people in Chutz La'aris, they don't have a right to get lishma. They don't write the get with the right uh, kavanah. And therefore, it's not going to help you to prove the witnesses' uh, signatures. Bottom left, the get was not written in the Shema. You have a problem. 
which is Rabah's reason is, what's the reason why I have to say Mephanai Nechtam, Mephanai Nechtam? Because by that, the Shaliyah is saying, I was there, I saw that the get was written, Nishma. What does Nishma mean? That they wrote it for the name of the lady that's written in the star. He's getting divorced to Matilda, it's to Matilda that we're, that, that we're talking about, not a different lady over there. So therefore, by, by proving the signature's handwriting, that doesn't prove anything. So they joined it, but they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't do it Nishma. So therefore, this question, this is a question against Rabah. This is talking about after the people in Hutzas learned the law. It seems there were two parts of history. There was a part of history where they didn't know, and then later on they learned. So this Gemara is talking about over here, after they learned, so then you don't have to be worried about the Lishma issue. So the Gemara says, what do you give me a case of an Enu Yachol? Of a guy that couldn't say B'fanai Nechtav. Even in case we could say it. If it's after Shalamdu, give me a regular case. A regular Shaliyah comes along after they learned the laws. You don't have to say B'fanai Nechtav anymore. What do you have to give me a concoct me a case where you have a, a guy that came and now can't say it. And we'll say, oh, don't worry about it. He doesn't have to say it anymore because anyway uh, they learned. They know the laws. Give me a regular case. A Shaliyah that comes from Otsta'aris. Uh, he doesn't have to say it because bottom line they learned. So Gebra says, Gezerah Shema Yahzor Davar Lekilkulo. So the rabbis made a gezerah, you know what? Is we don't want to change our original law because we're worried it might go back to its old state that they're going to forget. So therefore, we want to keep the the, 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 the law that they always have to say before I nichtab. So the gemara says, So if that's the case, that you're worried about that, that they're going to go back to the old uh, situation. So even in the case of an enu yachol, like this case of the bikel that became a shoteh, we should also say that the get is not good because bottom line, we should be concerned that it's going to go back to its old way. They're going to forget the law of the shema. So Gabriel says, "Pikeyah when it chadesh miltad delo shchicha, or miltad delo shchicha lo gazur berabbanan." We have a general rule on things that are not so prevalent and so common. The rabbis don't make a gizera. The rabbis don't make such a decree, which means like this: What are the odds that this happens? So common that a pikeyah is going to come, and before he gave the get, the get, uh, the guy became a, uh, a shoteh, and if he wasn't able to say, it's a rare case. So in this case of the rabbis will say, since it's Lamdu, since we're talking about already the period of time where they know the halachot, so you know what, and this guy over here will let the get go through. But on a regular guy that brings a get, on him, even though it's after that the people learned the halachot, we're still going to put our gezerah and say, you got to say, which means, I'm only going to make a gezerah on a prevalent case, but I'm not going to make a gezerah on a case that is not, Prevalent. Also, that Kibbutz comes along and says, "Va'isha de lo shchiha." A lady being her own shaliach to bring a get. Now that's possible. A husband can appoint a lady to be her own messenger to bring the get. How's that possible? He gives her the get, and let's say host uh, the and tells her, "I want you to go to the betin in Jerusalem, but you're not divorced until you get there." So she's actually carrying a get as a messenger. And then when she gets to the betin in Jerusalem. The get uh, is valid. But a lady that brings get, she also has to testify, like it says, The lady herself can bring the get. Now, even though we're talking about, again, the period of history where they learned already. So the people in Hunzaz know the law of the Shema. And a lady bringing her own get is very rare. And you told me that in rare cases, the rabbis don't make a... Gezerah. So why they make a gezerah that they stop to say before I nechtam, before I nechtam by the lady? So give an answer. Shelo tahlog b'shlihut. Because bottom line, we don't want to make a chiluk between a, when a shaliach is sent to bring a get. Because if you're going to start to say that a lady doesn't have to say before I nechtam, they're going to come to do that a man doesn't have to say before I nechtam. Even though you're right, the case is not prevalent, but in regular agents that are being said, that are regular, that competency, and they're able, they're able to, 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 to talk. In those cases, we're not going to make a haluk. We want them to say, And as a matter of fact, even by a shot, by the pikeyah case, we want them also to say, but he can't. Which is really, we, we don't want to make any halukim. Shot tahluk. Even though you're right, it's after the time where the people in Hussars understood the laws of the Shema. So therefore, technically, you don't need any more. The rabbi says, you know what? We're not changing our law because we're right. It might go back to its original way. We're going to forget the laws of the Shema. So, so therefore, everybody has to say before And you know what? Even the pikeach that became a shot, we'd want him also to say before the Well, he can't. So he can't. So, so, so what are you going to do? But otherwise, all cases are going to have to say, if you could say before the you have to say it. And if you don't say it, the get is not going to be kashir. Or, 
So if that's the case, even when the husband brings his get himself, let's say the husband comes from Medinat Yam to deliver the, uh, the get, we should make him also say, if you're concerned about uh, these gizarot. But we have a bright that says, Who at small shevigito, the husband himself that brought his get, and sarikh lama fanaynikhtam fanaynikhtam. He does not have to say these uh, these words. So comes again and says, well, obviously, What's the reason why the rabbis were concerned why you have to say Because you're worried about the husband, that the husband might come along and say, oh, the get wasn't written the Shema, or I didn't do it the right way, or he might come and, you know, uh, uh, cast dispersions on the get. He's bringing the get himself. Are you worried about he's going to come along and uh, question the get? What's the reason why you have to say it before the Because you're worried that the husband might come along and say, Hey, it's a fault, I didn't have Lishma, I didn't have Kavana, but if the guy's bringing it himself, bring a proof you want. So therefore, let's review now, we came out with tremendous Hadushim over here, at this piece of the Gemara, we review it outside now, so you know exactly the uh, conclusions that come out. First of all, we're learning now a case where a Shalia comes and brings the get, and he's not able to say Bifanayinichta. Not able, why is she not able? Now, the case is not talking about He's not in because he wasn't there. So he was, maybe, he didn't, maybe he didn't see the get written. Because then the Tosafot says, the Gibraltar would have said, Ve'eno Omer. And he doesn't say. Eno Yachol sounds like he can't say. So you have to learn the case is talking about where potentially he saw the item being written, but for some reason he can't do it. What's the case? Oh, the case now, don't tell me the case is talking about where he sent the Hadesh to deliver a get. That cannot be the case because Hadesh is not valid to be a Shaliyah. Also, the case when he sent a regular intelligent human being, it's called the Pikeyah, he's walking to, the, to, to, to Jerusalem from Hostaris, uh, he's got to get his, everything's fine. He gives the get to the lady, he's about to make the declaration, the Fanai Nikhtab, Fanai Nikhtab, but he lost it. He became a Hadesh. Oh, so now he's Enu Yachol. So now we want to know what do you do with this get? So the Gibbons, don't worry, don't panic, we have, a, we have a solution. Just find other people that can verify the testimony of these witnesses over here that signed it and they get this kosher. Not the signatures. They, they, they recognize their signatures. Their handwriting, oh yeah, we know these signatures, we know their handwriting, we can compare it to other documents, eh? we know them. Oh, then they, then they get this kosher. Now that only would work according to Rava. Because Rava's concern was what? That you need to, we're worried that the husband might come along and question the veracity of the get. So by koshering the witnesses, now the get of that becomes kashir and it becomes above scrutiny. Beautiful. But according to Rabbah, we have a question. Because Rabbah's whole concern in Gitin was what? Lishma. That we're concerned the people on Sa'ar, they don't know how to write a get Lishma. They're good people. They signed witnesses, everything's nice, but they don't know the Shema. So what are you going to help me bring me two people say, oh, I know their signatures. They're very good, you know their signatures, but the get was written with the wrong Kabbalah. Verifying witnesses is not going to help you on the Shema. So the Gemara says, ah, you know what Rabbah will answer you? This is after Shechar Shalamdu. This is talking about after the people of Hunsas learned the law. I mean, there was a period of time where they didn't know, now they know. Right. So once they know already, you don't have to say, if you don't say, it's not a problem, just verify the witnesses and you're okay. I went back to the Shema. They learned, they know the law. Oh, so they know the law. So Rabbah, what do you give me a case? Give me a regular case where a guy sends a, a get with a, with a shaliyah. According to you, you should tell me, so long as you know the witnesses are okay, you don't have to say, anymore. because it's like Hashanamdu. He says, you're right, it's lahar shalamdu, but I'm concerned that it might go back to its kilkul. You know, people learn today, they know it, they might forget it again. So therefore the rabbis, they never undid their gizra, they kept their gizra, and technically you always have to say before even after they learned the laws of the Shema. Because they suspect that it might go back to its old way. Oh, if you suspect it go back to its old way, so by the pikeyah, uh, that became a shote also, we should suspect. He says, you're right, but what are you going to do? He says, he's a we, we, we would, we would make this, but the guy, the guy can't say it. Oh, and, and since that's not a common uh, case, it's not such a prevalent case that the chaos becomes a shoter, so therefore we didn't make a, we're not going to make a gizra in such a case. Oh, but you made a gizra by a lady. Because a lady, again, is a yachol. Anybody that's able to say, we're going to make a gizra because it's a similar case to a regular guy. And it's not prevalent, but it's similar to the situation where they all yachols. And by the way, even by the piqueh, I would make the gizna that she has to say it. But he became a shoteh, so what can he do? He can't say it, so I have no choice. Uh, why does the husband have to say Because the husband is, uh, the biggest proof is he's not going to come to question the get, because she's bringing the get. Okay, that's the conclusion of that piece. Now he comes to give it on further and says like this. Good.
ראשון. תשמע. גמרא קונטיניוס ולתשמע דבעה מיני שמואל מרבונה. שמואל עשר כבר שתי רבונה. שניים שהביאו גט ממדינת הים. אוקיי, two guys that were to get ממדינת הים. The guy appointed two שליחים. He wanted to make sure it gets to you. Two שליחים and to bring the get from מדינת הים. שליחים שיאמרו בפנינו נכתב ובפנינו נחתם או אין שליחים? Do they have to say בפניי נכתב ובפניי נחתם או נת? אמר לה, אין שליחים. They don't have to say. Why not? So he says, ומה אילו יאמרו בפנינו גרשה? מי לא מהמנה? Which means, if these two witnesses came along, and they would have said, Bifanenu girshah, meaning, we saw the husband gave us the get to divorce his wife, or we saw the husband divorce his wife. There's nothing stronger than two witnesses. So therefore, these two witnesses, don't have to say Bifanenu girshah, Bifanenu girshah, which means, these guys over here, they, from the mere fact that they're coming to bring the get, so already that proves that what, that they, they were there, the husband gave it to them, And therefore there is no bigger proof that what? That the husband wanted to give them a gift. There are two witnesses testifying that the husband gave them the gift. So they have to say before I have to say So therefore he says they don't have to say it. So comes again, look at Rashi. Sheviyat Gito, Shekadvu b'midrat ayam, Ubaq kam l'garasha. Ta'ama mai, Shinuyai. Kedomar, ta'ama mai, Yitzchukur abana l'kot shalomar, Kan mishum, Hashashad l'ma atibal, Me'arer. Shnaim Sheviyu get, Shnaim na'asu shiduchim. Right? Uma ilu yomru, Kedomar. אם רצו, if these two guys, הן אומרים, אנו מעידים שגרשה, ונתן לה גט או לשלוחה גט. Which is, they could have testified these guys, we saw the guy give the gift, and they'd be believed. Or they could testify, we saw him give it to a shaliyah. So two people are believed, or they don't have to say before I nechta. Raba niha, liraba kasha. Again, according to Raba, it's, it's not a problem. Because according to Rava, what's the reason you need the witnesses in the gate? Right, you need the signatures, you need to, 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 to testify the signatures. So therefore, uh, in this case, so when you have two, so I don't have to worry about the signatures. They themselves could, 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 have, could have testified that they saw the gate being given. However, according to Rava, what do I care if it's two people? Bottom if the gate's not written in the Shema, the gate's not written in the Shema, it's not going to help me. So the Gibraltar says, Hakim Ayaskin and the Ahashilamdu, back to the same answer. So you know what the case is talking about over here? Uh, we were talking about a case where after Chod Sa'ad people learned the law of Lishma. That's why they were, we're not worried. Oh, if that's the case, even one guy. Why did you give me two? Even one guy brings a get. Oh, we're worried about going back to its old way. Also, by two people as well. Well, that's not so common that you, you bring two people to bring a get. So in that case, we're not going to make a gezera. Oh, because it's not so common. Oh, so in not common cases, you, 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 you don't make gezera. A lady bringing her own get to herself. It's not a common case. Vietnam. Aisha atzam evi agitav uvachi atzmas dikalum afanechta afanechtam. And she starts saying afanechta afanechtam. Even though it's not common, so the Gemara says shelo tachlok b'shlichot. Because we don't want to uh, make a haluk between regular shlichot of one. Because if you're going to tell the lady, doesn't have to say it. You're going to go to a man, doesn't have to say it. But when it comes to two people, two people is not a common case. Therefore, they're not going to say afanechtam. He akeh ba'al nami. Also, the husband should also have to say it. Alama tanya we don't rebrayta who atzmo shevi gito. The husband himself that brings the gate is not to say for nine and a half, for nine and a half. Ta'ama ma'ya muda banan siklum for nine and a half, for nine and a half. What's the reason why the rabbis say have to say for nine and a half, for nine and a half? Dilma ate ba'al na'arayru pasile. Because you're worried that the husband is going to come along and question the truth of the gate. Hashtam min kat nakit nabiyadeh. He's bringing it in his own hands. Dein orek kamarayr aleh. He's not going to come to ba'arayr. So basically you have a repeat of the last gemara. Just with a, with a different twist. The first case of the gemara was a, a pikeyat that became a shoteh. Second case, which is not a prevalent case. That's why after the Chutz La'aris, people learned the laws of the Shema, we're not going to mandate the guys to say, and he can't. So we're not going to be worried, we're not going to even worry about the Shema issue. Similarly, when two people are appointed to bring a get, it's also not a common case. After that, the people in Chutz La'aris learned the laws of the Shema, we're not going to be concerned about the Shema issue in that case, and the get will be valid. Oh, so why don't you worry about when one guy brings the get? Now, one guy, you're right. We know they learned the laws. We're worried they might go back to this old way. 
Oh, so if you worry about go back, so my two guys also, two guys is not common. We're not going to make a gizera on something that's not a common case. Oh, a lady's not common. You're right, but a lady, one lady, one man, similar, similar situation. Therefore, I'm not going to allow a lady to give a get without saying, even though it's the harshil amdu. However, a man does not have to say, the husband himself does not have to say, because what's the reason why you're saying, because maybe the husband is going to come and question the truth of the get. He's bringing the get. He's going to come along and be, so that's the conclusion of that sugya as well. Okay, now the Gemara. I'm just going to read you one paragraph of it. He just gives a beautiful sikum. Bizman in our times, everybody knows today you have to write the Gerdeshmah. The only reason why the law still applies to the Fray Nechtav is why? Because it might go back to its original Kilkul. Now, that even though the Hakamim did not make a difference between a Shaliyah or a lady or things like that, even though a lady is not uh, such a common case, they didn't make it against such cases, but in the case of uh, two, they uh, they did not make a gizra because I guess uh, one lady and one man is more similar than a case of two people in total. So if I make if I let a lady not say you might come to let a man not make. But two people, so going to confuse two people with one man, and therefore it's not common. Therefore the law is they did not make the same Just to crystallize, so everybody understands what we're saying now. I'll just give you some scenarios so you could work it out the opinions that we're discussing over here. And this includes really what we learned on yesterday's daf as well. Keep in mind that there's two reasons basically I'm repeating over and over again so you have, you have, you have, it, you have it clear. There's two basic reasons why the rabbis mandated you have to say Specifically it's in a case where a guy's bringing a get from Chutz like we said a guy's bringing from North Dakota to Jerusalem. Right? He's given the shaliyah to get, to carry from North Dakota, to bring it to the Betin in uh, Jerusalem. But when he gets to Jerusalem, the shaliyah, before he gives it to this lady, he's got to say, Hey, what do you got to say that for? What, 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 what does it mean even? I was there for the signing, I was there for the writing. So Ravad comes along and says, I'll tell you why you got to do that. You know I'm concerned? Because if you're not going to say that, you're just going to give the get. The husband can come along now. And, uh, you know, it's a long distance from North Dakota to Jerusalem. Until it gets to the lady's hand, the husband has a lot of time to think. All of a sudden, the husband can come along now and say, Hey, I never, I never did this. It's a forged document. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, what's the shit? The shit got stuck. What is he going to say? Uh, I was just a delivery boy. Now the guy's arguing. So you better verify this document. Okay, verify. You know, you know what the best way to verify a document is? Get two witnesses that can come along and say, I know the signatures. Great, but the problem is there's not too much traffic between North Dakota and Jerusalem. They're going to be able to find somebody that knows the handwriting of those signatories from North Dakota that are in Jerusalem. Now, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's far-fetched to find it. So you know what the rabbi said? We've got a better system. Let this shaliyah come along and say, And we're going to give him the uh, strength that his words can validate the star. Now if the husband comes along and says, It's a forge, too late. This shaliyah over here said he was there at the time that you wrote it. He was there at the time that they signed it. He's going to be the witness that testifies on the signatures. Oh, you're going you're gonna to ask me a question. You're going to tell me. Uh, how can he come and give such a uh, testimony? He's only one witness. Because really, I'm reviewing for you, Sugiyote. Really, the whole concept of verifying the star from the Torah, you don't have to. Normally when a star comes into Betty with two witnesses, we assume it's kosher. You don't assume that a star is not going to, the guy is not going to come and be a hotspot, forge document, witnesses. Torah says a star has the imanut. The rabbis came along and said, you know what? We don't trust. You better get two witnesses to testify on the witnesses that are written in the star. But they waived their law, they were lenient in the case of Aguna. Because if you're going to mandate two witnesses having to testify on the signatures, what's going to happen? Until you find another guy to testify, the lady's going to be hung up, she cannot get married. So they said only one, the shaliyah will be enough. Good, that's Rava. Rava agrees with Rava. Well, you remember, yesterday, at the end of yesterday's suga, suga, we said Rava really agrees with Rava as well. But he has an additional reason. What's his additional reason? He says, listen, the people in Hustad, I don't care if you proved me the signatures. Very nice, you proved me the signatures, they signed it, very good. It's their signatures, the handwriting. But if the get was written not Lishma, that means when they wrote the get, they were having coming up for a different lady that's written in the get, and they don't know that, they don't know, they just think the names have to be good. They don't know that that's coming up for the, for the people. 
So therefore, the get is no good. It's, it's not written in the shas. It's not going to help you figuring out. So that's why Rabbah said, Rabbah said, that one of the reasons why he said, Befanaim Nechtav, that's like the Shaliyah coming along to say, I was there, and everything is on the up and up. It was written in the Shema. It's fine. Well, the way that she learned is by saying, Befanaim Nechtav was written in front of me, then the Beit is going to ask them, Oh, you were at the signing of this second uh, Was it written in the Shema? They're going to ask him, Was it written in the Shema? They'll say, Absolutely. Oh, so therefore the get is going to be uh, good. So that is uh, 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 Rabbah's uh, opinion. Beautiful. So now. Uh, I just want to uh, m- m- make a point, if I may. There is a practical nafkamina between the two reasons. One reason is going to be, let's say, what would you say in a case like this? Let's say they brought the get in North Dakota was written, and they brought it in North Dakota. Which is, they brought it in the same city in Chutzla'aris. Now, according to Rava, that says the whole reason is what? That you just need to to verify the signatures, you would not you would not have to say before I because you're in the same city. So you'd be able to find witnesses that were able to in the event the husband comes along and says, Hey, this get is a forge. No problem. Get two guys in North Dakota, everybody's locals. They'll be able to to verify. But according to Rabbah, in North Dakota they don't know Lishma. And therefore even if you're in the same city, you solve the uh, the verification issue, but you didn't solve the Lishma issue. So you're stuck. Then the get is not good. Such a get is not going to be a good get. That would be a practical nafkamina between Rabbah and Rabbah. Or another nafkamina will be where let's say two people brought the get from Chutz Two people bring a get from Chutz So according to, uh, according to Rabbah, Rabbah, I'm not worried. Once two people bring a get, so therefore you have no issues over here because why? Because when two people bring a get, they themselves can testify we saw the get being given. We, we saw the, the shalai give the get. We saw the, we saw the guy give the get to the shalai. Which means two witnesses, you don't need to verify uh, the the uh, start itself. Oh, but according to Rabbah, I don't care if it's 200 witnesses. Bound you born from North Dakota, they don't really love the Shema. I don't care how many people. Oh, but after the people in North Dakota learned, because there was a history where they learned, even Rabbah will agree in this case, that what? That they don't have to say before I before I Why? Because they they know the laws. Oh, so if they know the laws, everybody knows the laws. So even one guy bringing from North Dakota. No, no, no. We're worried that it might go back to its old way. Also here also, this is not such a common case that two people bring a get. And they learned the laws, so we're not gonna make a gizera in a case that is prevalent. Comes again on continues. Tashema, we have a Braita. Okay, guy brings a get from overseas. And uh, they give it to the uh, lady. And they didn't say, he gave it a get, but he didn't make the proclamation. Again, if they were able to verify the witnesses on the star, the get is going to be kasher. Okay, and if it's not, which means you have options. If you can't say before I nechtab, option number two is what? Verify the witnesses. Haveh must be, the word haveh means must be, lo tzrechu lomar b'farai nechtab b'farai nechtab l'ahmir aleha, ela l'akel aleha. Which means the b'farai nechtab is not a stringency, it's a leniency. Meaning, the rabbis allowed you to get away with a b'farai nechtab instead of having to... Verify the witnesses. They didn't say you need both. You don't have to verify and say b'fanai nechdam. It's a leniency. If you can't verify, say b'fanai nechdam. If you can't say b'fanai nechdam, then you got to go back to the regular law of verification. So it's a leniency. Good. But what do you see from over here? That it's enough when you bring a get from Medinat Tayyam to just verify the witnesses. Who's that a proof to? Rabbah. But it's a problem according to Rabbah. So the Gemara says... Uh, second one, Again, what is verifying the witnesses going to prove to me to the Lishma factor? It's talking about, again, after they learned, after they learned the laws of the Shema. Oh, but you just told me already that we're worried that it might go back to its old way. So the Gemara says, You know what the case is talking about over here? The guy brought the get to Medina Tayyam. He didn't say B'fanai Nechtav. They verified the witnesses. And then what? The lady got married. Oh, now even Rabbah is going to say, well, he got married, now already. And it's after Shalamdu, they know the laws. 
Alright, in this case already, I'm not going to break the, uh, the marriage. In this case, which is, if she didn't get married, I would have said, hey, don't do nothing. This is, you got to say, because maybe the things can go back like Kilkudo. But after Nisit, okay, she got married, uh, even Baba will agree that uh, it's okay. So comes the Gemara and says, you're right, but that doesn't take care of the Lishma. The verification takes care of the fact that they, that's their signatures. Very good, but I, that's what Tabah always says. Okay, so after the sit, look at Ashi. Ashi says, Kishin Asit, Kivar. We're not going to now break up a marriage because of a Gezerah that it might go back to its old way. If, if it was pre the marriage, of course we're going to stop it. But it happened already, we're not going to go so far. So it comes again and says, very nice. Mishum dinisetu, which means then if, if the case is not said, the language of the Brayta makes no sense. You're telling me that what? That it's a string, that it's a leniency before not a stringency. That's not so. We're only being lenient because they got married. But if they didn't get married, they'd have to say also even though they verified the witnesses. So therefore, it's not a, it's not a leniency. It's only a leniency because they got married. But if they didn't get married, you would, it would be a stringency. You would need to say both. Verification of the witnesses plus, plus uh, the uh, verification that it was Nishma. Uh, so the Gemara says... Maybe you're going to come along and want to be stringent and say, even after they get married, let them get get, get rid of her because they didn't uh, say lishma. Have must be Which means after the marriage, it's a kula. Before the marriage, you have to do both. You have to do. And you got to verify witnesses. Or, or actually, by saying that'll take care of everything. But the point is, after marriage, it's a kula. Even though Rabbah says we're worried about the gizera, might go back to its old way. Okay, we have to get married. You have no choice. So that's the way Rabbah will answer the situation. Comes again and says, What's the reason? Because the whole reason why you're concerned, why you have to verify the ishtar and make sure that it's lishma, because I'm worried the husband might come along and say, oh, the get wasn't written lishma. He might come along and uh, question it. Already she got married already. The husband never came in. Well, I'm going to go now and make trouble. If the husband didn't come and make trouble, I'm going to come and make trouble, which means, what's the reason why you got to be, you got to make sure that before I nechlef, I'm worried, doesn't my come and say, oh, I didn't write it the Shema. <clears throat> oh, so you're worried now. But now she got married already. The husband didn't show up yet. You still want to make uh, trouble? She, I mean, I'll make the I trouble. You're right, you're right, you're right. But already, he didn't show up yet. The rabbis are not going to make a gizah. It's after Shalamdu, mind you. It's after they know the laws already. So they know the laws already. The guy didn't show up. So what do you want me to do now? Say what? They didn't know the law. He might show up. He didn't show up. The law is known already. She got married. How much you want? How far you want to go? But in the Amir, if it was before they got married, even after Shalamdu, Rabbi's going to tell you, you got to say, you got to, you got to make sure this get is a shma. But they know it already. Now comes the Gebran says, just like we learned the Mahlokat Rabbah and Rabbah, it's a similar Mahlokat between Rabbi Yohanan and Rabbi Yoshua. One rabbi is going to say the reason is because of lishma. Uh, that's why I have to say in Fananik. One is going to say in order to uh, verify the witnesses, the signatures. So they give us Beflugtad, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Chad Amar Lefish Em Bekim Lishma. Mechad Amar Lefish Em Adim Etsuim Lekayemo. Now we don't know which one said what. So the Gemara says, this day we can conclude that the Yoshua ben Levi who Amar Lefish Em Bekim Lishma. It's the Yoshua ben Levi that he's the one that holds that it's the lishma factor. How do you know? Did Rabbi Shimon bar Abba? There was a story. Rabbi Shimon bar Abba one time. I take guitar to Kamed Rabbi Yosua ben Levi. Because he brought a get in front of Rabbi Yosua ben Levi. The Amar le Serichna le Memar b'Fanai Nechtav u'b'Fanai Nechtav Olo. He has to be Yosua, Rabbi. I'm the Shalit. Do I have to say b'Fanai Nechtav b'Fanai Nechtav? Amar le Lo Serichat. You don't have to. Why? Lo Amru Ela Bedrot Rishonim Sheim Bekiim Nishma. That was only in the earlier generations where the Hutzlaharis people didn't know the laws of the Shema. Avab bedrot acharonim. But in the later generations, the became the Shema. Lo. Tistayim. Conclusion. Which means, you see that Rabbi Yosha was only concerned about what? 
he was only worried about the lishma factor. Right? Right? We didn't get that yet. But you see that what, his issue was only grappling with was what? Lishma. So the Gemara says, wait. You proved it very nicely beyond the shadow of a doubt that Yeshua's concern is only a lishma factor, but you have a problem. The Gemara says, Vitisbera. Is the story accurate? First of all, even the rabbi that goes with the Lishma factor, he also agrees with the, that you have to verify the signatures. So therefore, he does, you don't got to say, what do you mean? Forget about the Lishma, but you got to verify the uh, signatures. Even the rabbi agrees to Lava. And secondly, the odd. Didn't we say that even after Shalamdu, you still got to be concerned because the item might go back to its original Kilkul? Uh, we're missing a fact in this story that's, that's integral. When Rabbi Shimon brought the get, he wasn't alone. There was somebody else with him. Now that changes the whole dynamics of the story. Once there's somebody else with him, so he asked the rabbi, do I have to deal with this lishma business? Not a lishma business you don't have to deal with. You know why? Because they know the laws. Two people is not shechiyah. Two people not shechiyah. We're not going to make it against that, it's not shechiyah. And now I don't have to verify signatures because we don't, once there's two witnesses, two witnesses, nothing stronger than that. So, oh, so why don't you throw it away? You know how to tell me a story? How come you didn't tell me when the Bishamon was walking, there was another guy with him? Out of Kavot to the Bishamon, we don't want to say there was another guy with him. We wanted to give the story the Bishamon came to deliver the gift. But in truth, you have to say there was somebody else. But bottom line, what do you prove from this story? That Abishamon indeed was concerned about the Lishma factor, like Rabbah, proof positive. Comes to continues. Itmar. Now we get to a situation that we discussed earlier in the Masekha, now we're going to analyze it. Let's go back ourselves outside for a minute. The Shaliyah brings the get from Mahoz Ta'aris. So we learned that he can't just give it to the lady in private. He's got to give it in front of witnesses. So we had a mahlukit. Does he give it in front of two witnesses or three witnesses? Like, again, I want you to get the, the situation. North Dakota. He went, the, the, the husband gave the Shaliyah a get. Shaliyah got the get. I want you to go to Jerusalem, give the get to my wife. He makes the trip to Jerusalem. The wife's there. But what? He can't just give it over to the from your husband. You need witnesses to see the Shaliyah give over the get. So look at either two witnesses or three witnesses. Now we got to really explain the logic. Why would you need two witnesses? Why would you need three witnesses? And that's what the Gemara is going to do immediately. Comes the Gemara and says, Oh, we have to see. That's a good question. We have to see if this shit can be one witness. Itmar bifne kama not no la. In front of how many witnesses do you give the get to? Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Hanina. Mahlokin. Had amar bifne shnaim. Had amar bifne shlosha. Good. Now we don't know who said what. Tistayim the Rabbi Yohanan udamar bifne shnaim. I'll prove it to you that Rabbi Yohanan must be the one that you only need two. Why? Story. The Ravin Barav Chazda Aitegitale Kibud Rabbi Yochanan. Ravin brought a gift for Rabbi Yochanan. The Amar there, Rabbi Yochanan told him, Zil Havla Ba'apetre. He told him, give the gift for the two. So you see, Rabbi Yochanan must be the person that you need two. Ve'emaleu b'faran echtab b'faran echtab. And say b'faran echtab in front of the two witnesses. This day, proof positive. Now we want to. Why do you have to say if there's? I was saying it. Right, it's one shaliyah in front of two witnesses. So he has to say, because he's only one guy in front of the two witnesses. Now, now let us, let's understand the nature of their argument. Why two? Why three? Oh. You know why two is enough? Because the whole reason why you're coming to say, is to testify that the gate was written Lishma. So it's enough, once you testify in front of two people, you're telling two witnesses, I'm telling you the gate was the Shema. That's enough. However, Now, when you have three people, three people is considered a betty. We have a law. To validate a shtar, validations of shtarot can only be done in front of betty. So the opinion that's going to say three 
must hold that the reason why he's saying for them is because he's coming to testify that the witnesses' signatures are their signatures, that you know that they are valid. That, to validate a start has to be done in front of three, because that's a betting. Get understand the mahluk look at what we're explaining over here. We want to say, mahluk at two and three. What's the logic of two and three? Go back to that old mahluk at Abba, Abba. Is it lishma or is it for If you're telling me it's lishma, what is the shunah basically coming to say? I'm telling you to get his lishma. All you got to do is say that in front of two witnesses. Those two witnesses here testimony, because this shunah is not going to always be around. This shunah is going back home. So now if the husband comes along, we got two witnesses on record, they heard the guy say it was Nishma, very nice. But if you learn that the reason why Sayyidina Fanai Nikhtab is to validate the Shtab, to say that the signatures are the signatures, that validation of Kiyum Shtarot can only be done in front of a Beti. That's why you have to have three Koshris of Beti. Kemalah says, Vitisbira. Now you want to tell me that Rabbi Yohanan, based on that story that we just said, he's the one that you say you need two witnesses, right? And his reason is because of. Lishma. Now let's speak outside for a second. We just had a mahloket, Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Yohanan, right, right, right above. We had a mahloket. One says Lishma, one says Kiyum Shtarot. And we proved that Rabbi Yoshua was the one that said Lishma. Must be Rabbi Yohanan, must be the opinion that says Kiyum. So therefore, how could you, t- right, so how could you tell me then, in this sugya, Rabbi Yohanan is the one that says Lishma. I repeat, we had a mahloket above Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Yohanan. We said, oh, you know what? Rabbi Yoshua is the one that says Lishma. Must be process of elimination. Rabbi Yohanan must be old. Kiyum Shtarot. And then you come in this suga and tell me, oh, Rabbi Yohanan holds, you only need two witnesses, because he holds the reason of Lishma. Hold it. We just learned the last Rabbi Yohanan must be the opinion that says Kiyum Shtarot. If he holds Kiyum Shtarot, you need three. So the Yomorah says, V'tisbira hamid Rabbi Yoshua bin Rabbi Yohanan fishe mikin Lishma. And the last suga, you told me Rabbi Yoshua is the one that says Lishma. Rabbi Yohanan amad fishe nadi musul kayyamo. And then over here, how could you tell me that only two? If it's if it's for kiyum, you need three. And anyway, even if the opinion that holds of lishma also holds of kiyum, so therefore you should always need three, no matter what you hold, rabah. Even if you hold like the lishma reason, even the lishma reason holds, you have to validate the shah. So therefore, you should always need three. So now we got to go back and revamp. What is the mahlokit between the rabbi that says two and the rabbi that says three? So the Gemara says, "Ela, the kula alma ba'inan edim mitsuyim the kayemu." Oh, you know what? Everybody holds the reason is edim mitsuyim the kayemu, and therefore technically you should have to say this testimony in front of three. Oh, so then why why does the rabbi say two? The hacha b'shaliyah naasa ed. The question is like this: Can you use the shaliyah as one of the uh, as one of the guys? Now we know a shaliyah can be a, a witness because he's a witness in this case. He's he's the one saying But the question is: Can you also use a witness as a judge? Now, the opinion that says in front of two kasabar shaliyah nasaid. And if we have three, you have the two guys that were there, and you have the the, the shaliyah himself. That's three judges. He says, yeah, the shaliyah can become a witness, but he can't become a judge. But the witness cannot become a judge, and therefore you're going to need three besides the shaliyah, which means everybody's going to hold. In principle, you need three. The question is, how are you getting the three? So, Ron Rabbi says, well, in this case, all you need is two, technically, because you can get the shaliyah as one of the, uh, the judges. And the other says, no, 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 you can't get the shaliyah. Now, so therefore you need three besides. Very good. And everybody knows the reason is kiyum. That's what you need in front of a beti. Only problem is the Gemara says. Now, let's talk out for a second. This whole business of kiyum shtarot, as I told you earlier in the sugya today, it's all rabbinical. Minat Torah, you don't have to validate a star. When you bring a star to Beti with two witnesses, the assumption of Torah, it's kosher. The rabbis came along and started to say this whole business over there, you got to validate. So the Gemara says, On rabbinical situations, everybody agrees you could use the, the shaliyah as an aid, and then you could use them as a judge. So therefore you can't tell me that's a mahlokan over here, can you count the shaliyah as a judge? Because in a rabbinical situation like this, everybody says you can. So we got to revamp the mahlokan again. What's the mahlokan in the rabbi that says three? And what's the mahlokan in the rabbi that says two? The argument is like this. 
Demor sabar kevan di isha kishinan laviyata get. Oh, beautiful. Can a lady bring her own get? It's possible. Now, zimnin de maita de itita. Maybe a lady is going to bring her own get. Like we said, the, the husband tells her, you bring the get, and when you get to Jerusalem, the get is going to be hal, when you present it in front of the uh, betin. Oh, what's going to happen? They're going to come along and use her as the third judge. You're not allowed to use a lady as a judge. So therefore, we made a gezerah. You can, even though it's rabbinical, but you know what? You need three. You need three besides the shaliyah. Why? Gezerah. Three besides the shaliyah. Even though, you got the shaliyah. You're right, but I'm worried that the lady might be the shaliyah. And what's going to end up happening? You might count her. You can't count her as the judge. And the other rabbi says, Everybody knows you can't use a lady as a judge. So therefore, just use two plus the shaliyah. So they really know, everybody holds, you need three. That's not a question. How are you going to get And everybody holds, really, generally speaking, the ed can become the judge. But in this case, the suspicion, since a lady is kosher to bring the get, we're worried that what? If you're allowed to use the shaliyah as a judge, you might use the lady now. It's invalid. The other rabbi says, no, 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 just use two and the guy. I'm not worried in the case where the lady brings it, they're going to come and use two and her. People know the law. People are not going to make a mistake between a man and a lady and sitting on a court. So therefore, that is the mahluk. It comes to and then says, Tanya kevatid Rabbi Yohanan. Then we have a bright that to support Rabbi Yohanan. What's the case? And if he gave me that tayyam, this is an interesting case. A guy brought a get from Chutzla uh, Aris. The case we've been talking about till now. He gave it to the lady. The Shaliyah gave it to the lady. Oh, but he didn't say any famous words. Wow. The Bimir says, the get is not a get. You didn't do the proper uh, language. And therefore, you have to what? Divorced. And the kids now, if they had kids, you're still married. It's unbelievable. Now, the rabbis come along and say, No, 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 it's not a valad mamzer. But what do you mean? You didn't say, We can fix it. How do you fix it? Take the get back, give it to the shaliyah again. Oh. So you see, you can redo. We have a redo. According to the rabbi, take the get back. You cannot say it after. It has to be said it at the time of the giving. So take it back. Now, how many people do you have to say it in front of? Two. So you see, the Yohanan holds what? Two. Why? Because two plus the Shaliyah, there's your three. So we just proved the bright that Abu Yohanan must be the opinion that says you only need two. Now, the question is, Rabbi Meir has got a very strict shitai. I mean, I understand what the rabbi said. The guy forgot to say before I nichtav. He didn't say it. So now you know what they said? Okay, no problem. She got married already, whatever she is. So no problem. So you know what? Just give the get, give the get uh, back, and uh, re, re, redo it. Which means she didn't get kids right away. We're talking about a case where it happened immediately. We're just trying to say if they would go forward, if, meaning if she would continue in this way. But you can fix it right away. The rabbi said, how do you fix it? Do over, get the get back. Say before I nichtab. Now the Gemara comes along and says, Oh, the Gerebi Meir. Mishum de lo ama before I nichtab, before I nichtab, yotzid avalad mamzer. Which means, it was, it, was, it was a mistake. Which means, the guy obviously saw the things that happened. He just didn't say it. So you tell me because the guy forgot to say the word, what, what, what's, what's the proof that he forgot? Because the rabbi is letting him do a do-over. So the guy's not uh, trying to fool around. He just forgot the statement. So the BBA is so strict. You give a get because you didn't say these words. Okay, you forgot to say the words. You're going to say now that if she goes and gets married to somebody else, the get's not a get, the kids of Mamzerim. Kibbala says, yes indeed. You know why? has a very, very strict shitab I get. You change from the text that the rabbi said, it's invalid. But I had a good intention, I meant it. You didn't say the words that the rabbis established in Gitin. The get is not a get, and now if she gets mad, uh, we're, we're using this get, the children will be considered mamzerim. Look at the Rashi, just the bottom there. Mishum de lo amar, yotzi, mitmiya, vag get kasheru. The get is kasheru, but fanav nechtav. 
and the get was written in front of the shaliyah. Umishum delo amar havi v'lad mazer. Just because he didn't say it, tabir v'lad mazer. You know what Abimir says? Yes. The rabbis don't go that far. The rabbis says, I agree. At in this stage, until you do the do over, no good. But they're allowing it to be done again. Give the get back. Let the guy say Now the whole question to Safor has over here. Because she didn't say b'fanai nechtav. She's married already. No, she didn't get married. I'm telling you. She didn't get married. I'm telling you. She has a vlad. What was the point? No, 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 no. The bimi is saying is that at this point over here she's married. How married? That if she would get married to somebody else, the vlad's gonna be. That's why you're right. According to bimi, you better fix it now. No, no do-overs. Start again. Take two. Start again. Do the whole thing over again. Because you will miss The rabbis come along and say, I agree. Right now, she's, she's, she's in trouble. Get was not given. But you know what? Redo. Redo. Uh, so Tosafotis has a question over here. You see that what? They don't let her hold the get and just let the Shaliyah come along and say, It's got to be given over again. So you see that the Befanayi has to be said at the time of the giving. That's why they make him take it back. So Tosafotis has a question. Let's say if you gave it... <coughs> And you said b'fanai nechtav toch kedet dibur of the giving. Is that considered uh, like you did it at the time of the giving or not? It was for the bottom. It was for itenenu hemena v'yalzov itenenu v'yomar mikan mashma did sarich lomar b'shat netina b'fanai nechtav medekamar itenenu hemenu v'adim la'achar netina good, it works why shouldn't it work it's like the time he gave the get remember the case we learned earlier this morning he gave the get and he became a shoteh that means he gave it obviously he was going to say and then he became a shoteh so Tukkididibur works Tosfor has a safek does even after Tukkididibur work how? so he says because maybe as long as you're involved in giving the get and she's receiving it so that's considered you're involved in the subject so even though three seconds passed the Tukkididibur slot well maybe since you're involved in the subject it's still considered you're connected or maybe, Olaf. Now, Vekodim Netina, and saying it before the giving, that's another Sefik. I mean, let's say the guy says, Befanai Nechtab, Befanai Nechtab, and then gives it. That's another Sefik. But the case that for sure works is at the time of the giving, he has to say Befanai And if he didn't, the Bimir says, you got to start the process from the beginning, rip up the gate, start from the beginning, because you will be Shanef, and Matmeh, and Shetwa, and Kamim, and Abana, make you do it, do it.